Hey there, Dave Allred, The Real Barman here from barpatrol.net and therealbarman.com. So today we're going to talk about 41 systems you need in order to be successful in your restaurant. And we're going to break them down brick by brick to help you get where you need to be. And I know that 41 systems sounds a bit overwhelming, but the truth is all we're doing is hyper-organizing what's already going on in your business anyway. All right, you're already doing many of these things, but with your way, you know, things are being ignored or they aren't getting done at all. And even when they are getting done, it's inefficient, you know, it's done at the bare minimum, or worse yet, you find that you're doing everything yourself, which is the worst usage of time of all, okay? So I'm going to walk you through each system, and I'm going to give you a few examples of how to organize your systems so you can see how the process works, so that when you actually sit down to do this, you'll know where to start, all right? And you may also see some things on this list that you aren't doing that you need to do, all right? Come on now, it's time to be a grown-up. All right, now, some of you may or may not know that I already have an online course that helps you become an expert at all of this so you can run a mega successful bar and restaurant. It's called the Restaurant Management Masterclass. You can check it out here. All right, the details if you wish. Uh, you're going to have to see if registration is open at this time as I open and close it periodically. Uh, if it's not open, you can get on the wait list. But you don't have to take my masterclass if you don't want. All right, if you already know most everything about running a restaurant and you just want to become like a ninja at systemizing, then this is the place to be. All right, so let's get started. Uh, these are the 41 systems you need for your restaurant. And we have five system categories we're going to talk about today. Uh, it's basic operating systems, employee systems, financial systems, inventory systems, and marketing systems. And this no way implies that I'm covering every single thing that needs to be systemized in your restaurant. So don't email me and be like, oh, you forgot to include like uh, refilling the salt shakers, man. All right. So <laughs> with that said, we should be able to cover 90% of it. All right. And then, like I said, I'm going to give you an example from each category on how to systemize. All right, here we go. And we're going to start with basic operating systems. These are the daily systems and ongoing systems that you need for your bar and restaurant to run successfully. And before we start, I want to want you to picture sitting down with your management team or whoever you're sitting down with and you have your pens and your notebooks and you're getting ready to create a system for your bar and restaurant. So you're going to list out who's responsible for what task, what systems need to be put in place. So I'm going to go through these. You don't need to take notes right now, but I want you to imagine what questions you're going to ask on each of these. And I'm going to give you a couple examples. Okay, so basic operating systems, we're talking about menu maintenance, and I'm actually going to use this one as my example, so we'll talk about that, that in a minute. Uh, opening and closing duties, uh, you need checklists for this, and maybe you already have this, but wh whoever's opening the restaurant and whoever's closing the restaurant needs a checklist that they can go through and make sure everything's getting done. This is an easy way to systemize. All right, inside the Restaurant Management Masterclass, I have 15 checklists that I give you uh, that you can use to make sure everything is getting done. And then once the checklist is done, they have a manager sign off. Now you know it's done. Uh, bar and kitchen operations. All right, that's going to entail a lot. What's the flow going through your kitchen and your bar? Uh, what recipes are we doing? Is everyone trained? Uh, are we doing portion size correctly? You, you know, I can't list everything here, but you need to make sure that your bar and kitchen operations are completely systemized. Uh, customer service. You might think customer service is just smiling and being happy and making sure uh, that everyone's being friendly, but you need a system. From the moment that someone walks through your door to the moment they leave, you need a systemized steps for your servers and your bartenders. And I have a video for that, 10-step customer service. You can go check that out if you want. Uh, safety procedures, permits and licenses. Make sure that's all intact in order. Make sure you have files for those. 
repairs and maintenance if something goes wrong, right? The dishwasher breaks down, your stove breaks down, who are you going to call? All right, what are you going to do in those situations? Which comes to our last systemize, which is a phone numbers list. Make sure you have a list of who needs to be called if all chaos breaks loose. All right, your POS system goes down, who are you calling? Okay, you need to make sure this is all systemized out. So let me do a menu maintenance example. That was one of the list, uh, one of the things on the list that we're systemizing. So you need to sit down. Hey, what do we need to do for the menu? You need to ask a few questions. It, don't, it doesn't have to be my questions. I'm just giving you an example. Okay, for the menu creation, if you haven't yet opened, right, this is one of the biggest things that you have to do is create your menu. You need to sit down with your chef, uh, your kitchen manager, whoever, right? You're sitting at a table. What are we going to put on the menu? If you already have a menu right now, um, then you need to ask other questions, all right? Menu engineering, how do we make it profitable? I have videos on uh, menu engineering as well. Uh, you can go check those out. Um, who's going to print the menus? Are we using QR codes? Who's in charge of that? We need to make sure that the menus are getting printed. Uh, how often do we change the menu? This is a seasonal thing. And when it comes time to change the menu, um, how are we going to train the staff on this? Okay, so we changed the menu. Now we need to have a process in there that says, hey, you guys need to taste the food. You need to taste the new cocktails. You need to know the ingredients. We're going to test you. What is your process for all of that? Okay, so this is just like a few steps you need to write down, ask questions, and then you systemize everything. Okay, there's your menu maintenance example. All right, moving on to the next one. We're going to go to employee systems. Uh, one of the most important things. Employees are one of the hardest things to deal with. Uh, job listings. How are you going to list jobs to get people, you know, one of the toughest things right now is to get people working. I don't know why people don't need to work, um, but how are you going to get people into your restaurant in order to interview them? Are you going to use Facebook? What's your procedure there? Uh, hiring and interviewing process. This is huge. How are we going to hire an interview? Obviously, that's one of the biggest headaches around. Uh, employee documents. You need I-9s. You need W-4s. Do you have this all listed out? Uh, we have a whole hiring packet inside the Restaurant Management Masterclass we give you that has all the documents inside there. How are we going to train them? Do we have a training manual? Uh, rewarding employees. I think this is huge. We talk about this in the Masterclass. Employees need to be re rewarded and recognized in order to keep the mo motivation high. This is huge for the culture. Uh, Pre-shift and monthly staff meetings. If you aren't doing these, you need to do these. You need to jump on it. It keeps communication flowing, keeps everyone motivated. Um, if you're just going through your day and you're just like, ah, oh, they got it. You know, they understand everything. There's a disconnect that starts to happen. You make sure before each shift, you're talking about the specials coming out, what they need to focus on, and then monthly staff meetings to make sure that everyone's on the same page. Uh, scheduling, all right. One of the tough things that managers have to do is scheduling. How, how do we have this systemized out? Are we using a, a technology, a program? Or are you just doing things on a spreadsheet? How are we doing that? Uh, documentation. This is different than employee documents. This is documenting when things go wrong or injuries. Okay. Or is an employee being subordinate? Are they showing up late? Are you writing them up? Are you keeping track of these write-ups? All right, so when things go wrong and you have to fire the employee, then you have everything documented out. So if they try to sue you, you're like, well, we told them, we warned them. These are the uh, steps that happened. Make sure you're documenting everything. And then the last thing uh, that goes along with that is firing. What's your firing process? Okay, and we have a termination letter we use as well. All right, so let's use an example of hiring and interviewing uh, systemizing. Uh, if you sit down with your managers and you're talking about them, how are we going to do this? What questions do we need to ask? What days are we going to do the interviewing on? Probably not going to do them on Friday and Saturday. That's one of your busiest days. So we do interviews on Monday and Wednesday. Uh, who's hiring for each position? All right, is the owner or GM doing all of the hiring? 
Or is the kitchen manager hiring cooks? Is the bar manager hiring bartenders? How are we doing this? Who's being assigned what tasks? Um, what questions will be asked? This is one of the biggest things. What are we asking these people to make sure that we're hiring quality people? For me, personality and ethics is huge. All right, I have a big list. We call them interview secrets. Um, the questions that we ask that really get the information out to make sure we're hiring the right person. Are we using an application or a resume? I'm big on resumes. It shows effort. It shows that they're going to go out and organize their information. Um, it makes them, it puts these people on a task that you're hiring to show if they're capable of putting something like that together. If you just hand them an application where they got to answer questions, that's not showing much. It's not showing much effort on their side. It's not very professional. I like a resume, but what are you doing? Uh, and then what forms do we need to collect? We talked about that earlier as far as the I-9, the W-4, um, copy of their, of their driver's license. Uh, what is that list? We also have that list inside the master class. Uh, do we have an employee manual? I hope you have an employee manual. Uh, if you don't, you need to write it. And if you're going to write it, who's writing the employee manual? How are we putting this thing together? Do we have a training manual? One of the most important things is making sure that employees get trained properly so you have great service so we make sure that people are coming back again and again. And then do we have a filing system for current and past employees that's organized so we can just pull them up whenever we need to? Okay, so just an example um, of a system, the questions you need to ask when you're hiring and interviewing. Ah, whew, I'm getting tired. All right, financial systems. Um, books and daily cash handling procedures. I imagine you already are doing this. Obviously, you're taking cash in every day. You're doing books. I don't know what your procedure is. But you need to make sure you have a system in place that everyone knows how to do it. Uh, accounting and managing cash flow. I don't know if you have an accountant or if you're doing everything yourself, but you need to make sure that your finances are in order. Uh, budgeting, prime cost report. Not everyone's using a prime cost report, but you should on a weekly basis. Monthly profit loss statement. I just did a video on this. If you want, you can go check it out. You can use my free profit loss statement template. It's a 12-month profit loss statement template. It's really awesome, so go check that video out. Uh, and then payroll processing. Okay, and I'm not going to go over a, an example of systems here. You need to make sure you have these in place. Um, there's not that many questions you need to ask. It's like get these systems in place. Um, and then the fourth one, we're going over inventory systems, which is my uh, sweet spot. This is my bread and butter. I think inventory is just so important for, for saving money. It's the low-hanging fruit on um, making more profit immediately. So this includes what your accounting process is, um, setting your PARs, Ordering and invoicing, spot checking, which I'll talk about, dead stock, um, and then analyzing reports, both usage and variance reports. So when I'm talking about an example here, we're going to talk about it everything um, together. I'm not going to choose a certain one because the inventory process is all kind of one together. So here's some of the questions we need to ask. Who's going to count your inventory? All right, is it just one person? Is it the bar manager and the kitchen manager? Or are you going to have multiple people do it together with bar patrol um, app, you can have multiple people counting on multiple devices. So I can have Mary in the storage room. I can have Jack in the beer cooler. I can be counting in the bar. It goes a lot faster. <clears throat> so who's going to be counting your inventory? How often are you going to count your inventory? Do you count it once a day, once a week, once per month? I recommend at least once per week <clears throat> and then doing spot checks. <clears throat> How, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. How are we going to determine our par levels? All right. I have a formula I use based on usage. Uh, weekly usage times two. That's how I set my par levels. You need to make sure you have par levels so you're ordering enough that you don't run out, but you're not ordering so much that your dead stock is piling up and your storage room is becoming disorganized. Who's going to do your order and invoicing? 
That's usually your bar manager and your kitchen manager, but make sure you know who's doing it and that they're doing it right. Um, who's doing spot checking? Now, spot checking, if you don't know, is the process of doing a count of like five or ten of your of your hottest moving products in the bar before and after an individual shifts. So Bob's bartending on a Tuesday night. I'm going to count those five or ten products before a shift and after a shift. I'm not going to let him know he's, that I'm doing it. And then this is only taking like ten minutes. And then I can run a variance report. I can sit down with Bob and say, Hey Bob, why are you overpouring on Grey Goose? You rang in five shots, but you poured ten shots. That this can't happen when he knows he's being watched. All of a sudden, the numbers shrink, the variance shrinks, and the profits go up. Spot checking is super important to let them know that you're monitoring them and that you know what's going on, and it only takes like 10 minutes. It's magic. Who's in charge of getting rid of dead stock, and what is the process of getting rid of dead stock? Dead stock is a huge thorn in the side of many bars because the storage room gets disheveled. It's tying up capital. Dead stock is a disease and you got to get rid of it and you got to find a good way to get rid of it. And you can sell it at a discount, whatever you want. A lot of times you get freebies in there. You can sell it. You can make extra profit on it, but you got to get it out. And then who's analyzing the variance report, which should be done on a weekly basis to make sure that everything is in line and you can sit down with the bartenders and communicate with them, let them know you know what's going on, make sure that the numbers are in line. Okay, so that's your inventory systems. Uh, And then lastly, we're coming to marketing systems. And this is one of the hardest to figure out because there's so many different ways to market when it comes to bar and restaurant. You know, what are you going to do? You have to decide what's best for you. I always recommend just doing three or four things that really work instead of trying to do everything. Uh, That's the whole, uh, you know, narrow and deep instead of wide and shallow. I think that's super important. So let's talk about a few of the marketing systems. <clears throat> this one isn't so much a system as it should be your overall philosophy, but I want to throw it in here. Building regulars <clears throat> and repeat customers should be your number one philosophy when you're building regulars because it's so much cheaper to uh, market to these people that you already have than marketing to new people. So we got to build regulars. we got to get repeat customers. That should be your strategy. Um, so what's your marketing budget, uh, loyalty program. Do you have a loyalty program? If you don't, this is super powerful to get people to come back in again. Uh, what promotions are you running? There's a thousand of them out there. So if you have some good promotions, um, you should be running those here and there uh, on a monthly basis. Theme nights, you know, do you run trivia? Do you run karaoke? Um, you don't have to have a theme nights, but if you have theme nights, what are we doing there? Uh, email marketing and text marketing. Super powerful these days. Not many restaurants are doing it. This is the area where we're really missing the mark on getting people to come back in. It's so cheap. I just uh, um, did a new thing on text marketing because it's not real popular in restaurants. It's popular with some restaurants, but it's people aren't getting on board when they really should. This is a powerful way. Everyone's on their phone. 98% of people are checking their text within two minutes. So text marketing, very powerful. Um, the Taffer method, method, which I talk about in the Restaurant Management Masterclass, I think I have a video for it too. A uh, very powerful method to get people to come back again. Social media, what's our system in social media? You know, who's posting? What are we doing? Are we doing Facebook? Are we doing Instagram? Are we, do, are we doing TikTok? Who's in charge of that? Don't just have people snapping stuff and posting all over the place. Say, hey, send me that photo. I'm in charge of doing a daily post for this. Um, have someone assigned to social media uh, and have them be responsible and, you know, reward them for it. Uh, what's our discount policy? How many discounts are we given? Some people are discounting like crazy and it's cost them way too much money. It's good to use discounts as an incentive to get people to come back to reward your regulars, but we want to make sure that we have a good strategy there. Um, and then happy hour. 
You know, most everyone has happy hour. You kind of have to have happy hour to compete these days. Um, happy hour is the example I'm going to use in this system. So I'll talk about that in a second. And then online reviews doesn't really seem like a marketing system, but it sort of is because you're online, you're managing people that might be pissed at your place. You're, you know, you make sure you're responding to those in a positive way. Um, it helps people that are reading those reviews say, Hey, you know, these guys really care. Something went wrong, but they're responding to them. They're asking them to come back in. They're not just letting it go. Um, that's really important for people's eyes when they're online. All right. So let's talk about a happy hour, um, example, as far as systemizing goes, what do we need to do? Um, you need to ask what days and times are happy hour. You know, it's usually Monday through Friday, uh, three to six, three to five, something like that. Sometimes people will do reverse happy hour. They're doing like nine to midnight to get people to come in late. Um, what's going to be on the food menu? What's going to be on the cocktail menu? All right, that's an obvious question, but what are we putting on there that's still profitable because we're going to have to discount it. So we need to make sure that we're putting profitable stuff on there. Um, and then how much will each discount um, be for each item? What's our pricing strategy? And then who's in charge of changing the prices in the POS system for happy hour times? This is stuff a lot of people don't think about. I got to go in, I got to change the happy hour prices. So when it hits three o'clock, it should automatically switch the prices for those particular items that we have in the POS system. Does that make sense? Uh, and then who's in charge of printed materials if we're, you know, we're putting table tents uh, on the tables that advertise happy hour or putting posters up, who's in charge of getting that done? Uh, and then how else are we going to promote it? We're going to promote it on Facebook or TikTok. Um, what else are we doing to make sure that everyone knows about happy hour? So we're getting people in the building. And then when it's all said and done, you need to ask, you know, who will follow up to make sure that each system on this list is taken care of, you know, who will be in charge of holding people accountable in each area? In other words, you have now assigned responsibility for certain tasks to certain managers or floor captains, which is awesome. But now it's time for you, the owner, if you are the owner, I don't know, you might be the manager watching this, but whoever is the big gun needs to oversee the overseers to make sure they are overseeing that the systems are getting done. And if they are dropping the ball, you need to call them on it. All right, don't let slide or you're going to regret it. All right, you'll be right back where you started. It's one thing to make a plan. But it's another thing to execute it on a daily basis. That's the hardest part. So you need systems to run the business and employees to run the systems. And you as a leader need to enforce that the employees continue to run the systems that are set into place. Does that make sense? Okay, I hope so. And I hope this helped you out when it comes to getting more organized and systemized when it comes to your bar and restaurant. All right. Well, what are you looking at me for? Get on it. Grab a pen and notebook. Blow your bugle and call a meeting. Let's go. All right. In the meantime, thank you for hanging out with me today. I am going to see you next time. I'm out.